This podcast was recorded live at Life Church Lancashire. For more information on who we are and what we do, visit lifelanks.org. But you know, as I look back on 2020, although it's had so many restrictions, God's been amazing. God's been so good. He is faithful. The Bible tells us that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if you follow Jesus for any length of time, you will know that that's absolutely true. Because he is faithful, and he is with us. He was yesterday. And I'm thanking God, as I look back on 2020, that he was with us every step of the way. In my life, in your life, in our church's community, he has been amazing, and he has been faithful. At times when your world gets shaken, you kind of wonder what you're standing on, what, what's, the, what's the foundation. And I hope that what we've learned in 2020 about having to rely on God will help us to go forward to think, actually, there's never a time when we oughtn't to rely on God. We should rely on Him. The good times, the bad times, the challenging times, the seemingly easier times. Don't get overconfident in your own strength. That can come, that can go, but God's strength is consistent year after year after year. And you, if you trust him, you will prove that that is absolutely true. He is the same yesterday, today, and he will be forever. So we do need a strong foundation. And if you're fearful and anxious about this coming year, and, and that would be a normal thing to feel, right? That would be normal. That's not something to feel bad about. Uh, Many of us have been back to work already. Some of you perhaps starting back to work tomorrow, anxious about what that's going to look like, if my job's secure, is it a safe place to be, will the kids go back to school this month, and all these kind of questions, and it does impact our lives massively, of course, but I just want to remind you, if you rely on God, He will not let you down. And so on the own all the unforeseen things we have in front of us, we have got a sure foundation that we're building on. And, you know, it's good to have something solid under your feet. It's good to be building a life, not just on a kind of a vain hope, but on a reality of a faith and a trust in God, which is unshakable because He is unshakable. Health comes and health goes. You know, finances may come and finances may go, but God is consistent. And if you're at home right now and, and thinking about that and feeling really, perhaps really unwell, we're praying for you. We believe God's going to bless you and lift you. If you feel alone, God's with you. Easy for me to say, I know, but you will find that out increasingly as you put your trust in God. And we're praying for you and we're with you and we'll support you in any way we can. So we have something sure, and we have a firm foundation. When our world is shaken, it's been shaken as it has been. And we thank God for the advances in medical science and the scientists. We just are in awe and appreciative of all of that. God is there. He is consistent. So we're standing on something secure. It's about who we are in God, not just what we believe, but what we actually have, and that we know that we belong to Him. We know that we're in a family that God calls the church, and that we, have, we can be support, we can support one another, 
and we need to continue to do that. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all of that. In the times of challenge, we kind of wake up to the fact that only Jesus will do. I mean, only Jesus is enough. No one, no one else will actually do. It's great to have good family and good friends, and I thank God for that. And spent a lot more time this last couple of weeks with Trish, and she still likes me, which is very good for me. And you know, we appreciate each other, and we appreciate family. We should show appreciation to our families and friends. But God never fails. He is consistent. And so we've got this uh, new series, and we're going to, through uh, January, talk about uh, Cornerstone is the series that we're going to look at and to come at it from all sorts of different angles. And I kind of want to try and just set that up for us this morning and remind us again, as I have done, that we are building on something which is a firm and a secure foundation. You can't build anything of significance without good foundations. You can't build anything that lasts without good foundations and good materials. So the question is, what are we building the church on and with? And what are we building our own lives? We are the church after all. What are we building our own lives on and with and into? And so we want us to take a kind of a good look at that, and, and we believe that we've got a strong foundation. We're, we're secure in who we are and, and what, God's, what God's done for us. And um, there's a scripture which would be familiar to, to many of you, Psalm 118, verse 22. The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. So that was written many, many years before Jesus was born, that first Christmas, and it was prophetically talking about the fact that Jesus would come to earth, but he wouldn't be accepted by those he was sent to be with. And it talks about this, this, the, the, the idea is that he was rejected, even though he's a key part of what God and the foundation, the cornerstone of what God wants to build, he would be rejected. 2,000 years on, some people are still rejecting him. And the challenge for us as the church is to get the message out because many people have never been introduced to him. So that's always our mission. That's always our challenge with our friends and our families, our colleagues, right on our doorstep, not necessarily many, many miles away. And that's definitely part of it. When we think of mission, we always need to think about my front door first. And everything else kind of goes out from that. But it says the stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. And when that scripture was written probably by David in that psalm, people would have understood the importance of a good cornerstone. They will have understood in a building, you've got to get your corner sorted. Because if you know anything about building, and my, my knowledge is, is, is limited, but I, I know a little, if you get it wrong from the corners... By the time you get to the far corner, you're going to be miles out. Just a few millimeters, inches in old money, out. It's going to be miles out. A lot, not miles, but significantly out by the time you get to the finish. So you've got to get the corners right in any building. And now these people understood not just sort of small houses. They, they understood massive palaces and, and temples and everything. You know, it wasn't... It, they understood what this was about, about getting the cornerstone absolutely perfect and then working out from that. Working with the right materials, but starting 
with a, with a cornstone. And of course, there are many different kinds of uh, construction. I, l I love watching programs like Grand Designs, and sometimes it brings me up in a cold sweat because it reminds me of building this building I'm speaking to you uh, from now and the challenges of that. But I'm fascinated by seeing different types of construction. This is a portal frame building, which means it's a metal uh, skeleton, and that is we build around that, and that's where its structural strength is. It's not what we were talking about here, which would have been, of course, a stone uh, building at that time. But however you build, you need to have a strong foundation and you need to build with good materials. You can't just throw something up. If we did that, it doesn't stand the test of time. And of course, we, we understand that. And it's just the same with our life. If we just have a go and I kind of hope things are going to turn up and, and hope things are going to work out and kind of just stumble from day to day, month to month, year to year, then we're not going to build the kind of life that God has for us, the best kind of life. We need a plan. But as well as a plan, and even before the plan, we need to get sh be sure that we're building with, into, and on the cornerstone of Jesus in our lives. He is the foundation for any life, and certainly for this church and every church. There's many forms of construction, but we still, they still rely on good foundations and good quality materials, so we'll, we'll, we'll look at that. So it's kind of curious, having said what I've just said, that the Bible says the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. So God selected His one and only Son, Jesus, to be the cornerstone for His church, Therefore, the cornerstone and the foundation for us to build our lives in. But he was rejected. Now, what used to happen at this time when they were selecting a cornerstone, there'd be at a quarry or, 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 or just a bunch, of, a bunch of stones were put together. And, you know, they try and select the best possible stone they can. Not too big, not too small, not a stone with kind of significant flaws in it. It had to be right and probably they tidy it up and dress it and, and get it right. But other stones, when they looked at them, they think, no, that's got a flaw in it. We'll throw it away. It's rejected. And it's kind of like what he's saying in this scripture. The stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. So Jesus was rejected by the people he came to be with because he didn't look like and he didn't come in a way they anticipated him to come. How sad that that would, would happen. You know, a stone would be carefully selected. God sent his best, but he wasn't accepted. 2,000 years later, people are still rejecting Jesus, and they want to build their lives on bright and shiny things. They want to build their lives on instant gratification. They want to build their lives on what seems to be feel good at the moment. When the Bible tells us, build your life on Jesus, it's the best possible life we can. And this phrase, the stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone, is one of the most repeated phrases in the New Testament which is very interesting and very significant because if we know anything about teaching and about school and college and university and all that, we understand that by repetition we learn. And so, you know, practice makes perfect and, and all this kind of stuff. I know in golf that's just not true. But it can be true. It can be true. And so things like we were made to learn when we were in primary school, I guess, you know, your times table. That was tedious, right? 
That was boring. Or maybe just me, right? Okay. Um, I wasn't always the most conforming person in school. Uh, I, I confess and repent of right now. But in school, learning the tables. But, you know, instantly, if I said 12 times 8, you'd know it'd be 96. You would. You're not, you're not in, in your house now. You're not in... You, it, it would be. And, and other, it helps us to learn things. Certainly so with the Bible, right? With the Bible, if we learn parts of the Bible, they instantly come to mind. How do you learn? By repetition. You remind yourself. So I am reminded. I have scriptures that I would call to mind when I face any challenge. They would always come back to me. When I'm feeling alone, I don't feel God's presence. I don't feel that I'm really flying with God. I have got the scripture that Jesus said he would never leave me or forsake me. That's the truth. How I fail isn't the truth. That's the truth. And so I have Psalm 112. Blessed, blessed is the man whose heart is steadfast, trusting in God. He has no fear of bad news. And so I think, yeah, I don't need to fear what might happen because I'm trusting God. He's my source. And so you will have scriptures. You will have your own scriptures. There might be um, tattooed on your forehead or there might be on your, your perhaps not. You wouldn't see them, would you? They'd be difficult to read in the mirror. Uh, but you might have them on your fridge and... and, and Underlined in your Bible and all this kind of stuff. That's a good thing. And as we read them, that's why consistent reading of the Word of God, it's not too late to start that this year. You know, a, bit of, a little bit of the Bible. There's loads of reading plans and all sorts of different ways to do it. Why not commit to that? But repetition, we do learn by repetition. So the Bible, the Holy Spirit is emphasizing this fact that Jesus is the cornerstone of the church. He was rejected, but not by God. He was handpicked and he was chosen. He didn't conform to be the same as they expected him to be, but he was the one that Jesus sent to be the cornerstone, the foundation of the church. Rejected, Isaiah, the book of Isaiah 53, it even says he wasn't only rejected, he was despised. It goes a lot further to despise somebody, not just to, to dismiss them out of hand and, 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 you know, have that attitude to want towards somebody. Despised and rejected. It says that. 2,000 years later, builders of lives, that's us and everyone on the planet, are still rejecting Jesus. How sad that is and how we miss out. How sad it would be for us, as followers of Jesus, of believers, to live like we'd, we haven't accepted him. To live like he's not the cornerstone of our lives. To live like he's not the number one. To live like we have other standards and principles that are more important than those for Jesus. Let's recommit in 2021 to living well for Jesus, to build strong, to build well, to build on him, with him, and into him. Said in Ephesians uh, 2, verse 20, the cornerstone is Christ Jesus himself. Jesus is the foundation of the church as well as for every individual's life. He's a cornerstone. Another scripture says he's the chief cornerstone. He's a he's principal thing that we build our lives on. The stone the builders rejected. So this scripture is talking about the stone as Jesus. 
It's talking about the builders who were the religious leaders of that time. And it talks about how they rejected him. It talks about how they rejected him to the ultimate point of crucifying him. That's how far they went with their rejection. They crucified him. But it goes on to tell us in Ephesians chapter 2, and we'll, we'll read that, a little more of that scripture in just a moment. It goes on to tell us that because he was hand-chosen by God, hand-picked by God and chosen by God, then he is who we build on. And because of his resurrection, he is the only one to put our trust in. Jesus is the essential cornerstone of the church and on our lives. So going forward, we continue to build on him and with him. It's like, kind of like a pattern for your life and a, a, a plan for your life, whether you're a young person or somewhere in between or, or, or have snow on the roof like, like me, way before Christmas, right? So however you are at that time, you can still build your life on Jesus now. You can still have a plan. You can still have a desire to do well for him this year. It's not too late. Let's commit ourselves to him. We need to build consistently on a good foundation with the right materials. We identify ourselves as followers of Jesus, the Bible says, by how much we love each other. It's very, very clear. So there's no cop-out for us to say, I love God, but I'm not so keen on people. We, we, it's a cop-out. We can't do that because we show that we are followers of Jesus by loving his church, by loving one another. So it's a challenge at times, but we, can't, we, we, we can do it. And thank God for the love in our church community, which is outstanding. And in 2020, you've gone way beyond and the extra mile in so many ways. Thank you everyone who's cared for somebody. But that's how people know that we belong to Jesus if we love one another. But what we do for him, loving one another, helping other people, providing uh, food banks and, and providing encouragement and, and all the different things we've tried to do in 2020, that flows from who we are. There's a lot of people who are not yet Christians who do a lot of good things. Absolutely. And for us... Those things that we do flow out of who we are. So the more we're in love with Jesus, the more we like Jesus, the more that we, we are committed to him, then the more we understand that we can bless people. But it's from who we are, it flows out of that. Jesus is the cornerstone of the church. And I want to read to you, um, as I said, from uh, Ephesians chapter 2. This is called, Of course, this is Paul putting it like this. And he's picking up this quote about cornerstone again and expanding on it. He says this. So now you Gentiles are no longer strangers and foreigners. You are citizens along with all of God's holy people. You are members of God's family. Together we are his house. Built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. The cornerstone is Christ Jesus himself. We are carefully joined together in him becoming a holy temple for the Lord. Through him, you Gentiles are also being made part of this dwelling where God lives by his spirit. So Paul's specifically writing this in an inclusive manner. So he's saying to the listeners, 
Jews and Gentiles, whoever you are, so Gentiles, somebody who's not a Jew, so whoever you are is saying, you are included in this. If you love Jesus, you're in. We've been encouraged this morning to say, we're in. And some of, many of you have responded on, uh, on the chat, on, on, online on the chat there, saying, I'm in. And so Paul says, yes, that's right, you're in. Whoever you are, you are in. And he kind of puts it down. And we understand that when we're in and then when we're together, we are stronger together than we are separate. Again, that's something else that 2020 has taught us, that we are stronger together than we are on our own. And so let's remember that and let's not get discouraged and let's not become sort of isolationist or, or let's not think, oh, I'm, I'm gonna, I can do it myself, I'm, I'm strong, I, I can handle this. No, we need each other. We need Jesus, number one, but we also need each other. The Bible is very clear about that. But he said, just as a building gets its strength from a cornerstone, the church gets its strength from Jesus. And so we're not seeking to build anything without Jesus at the, as our cornerstone, as our foundation. We're not seeking to just do good things and forget what it's all about. It's about our love and devotion to Jesus and our desire and our commission to reach out to other people with the love of Jesus so they can know it for themselves. But Paul says, together we are his house. Again, he's using a building analogy. He's talking about building again and says, we are built in together in his house. He talks about the foundation it's a house with good foundations. He's talking about the apostles and prophets. What he means there is the teachings of the church. He talks about Jesus himself as the cornerstone. In historic buildings, and you may have seen this, often in a cornerstone, it's a very tidy, clean, dressed stone. And sometimes there is inscription. Sometimes it's who it's been laid by, or sometimes it has the inscription of the architect and the builder. Make no mistake. The architect and the builder of the church is Jesus. It's his church, and he is building his church. I would like an inscription on, my, on me. I'm not going to get a tattoo, so don't worry about it. But architect and builder Jesus. Under new management, absolutely, and remaining under that management, but the architect and builder is Jesus. What, a, what a, a thing to be said that we are building our lives on him. The stone the builders rejected has become the head of the corner. It's become the cornerstone, the chief cornerstone, the principal thing that we're building on is not hope for the future. It's not wishing things will get better in 2021. No, our confidence we are building on Jesus. We are carefully joined together in him. And I love this idea of a building and a master craftsman. I love the idea of a master craftsman carefully selecting the stones, dressing them, making them tidy, building a magnificent cathedral or, or a palace or, 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 or something like that. And right now you probably imagine something in your mind that you've seen and a particular building that you maybe admire or like to look at. But you know, sometimes the church... I think sometimes an even better analogy of a building, it's a bit like 
a dry stone wall. And I don't know if you've ever seen anybody build a dry stone wall. It's, it's magnificent. If you take your time to watch them build it, it's an art. Stones fitted together without mortar that become incredibly strong and stand for a long time. And I love that idea that, yes, the, uh, the builder of the dry stone wall selects stones that will fit, and, and he, he just no he knocks some corners off some of these stones, and I need some of the corners knocked off me, and if you're honest, perhaps you might do. But God's a work on us, and he finds a way that we can fit into the building which he calls his church. So in 2021, don't think that you spare, that, that, that you, that you are, are, are not required, or you're just kept in reserve. No, how about be built strong into God's church more than ever before? How about understanding that God has a purpose for your life? God has a desire to release you, to use you in his church. Yes, it looks a little different, or a lot different to what it used to do. I used to do this in church, and I used to do that for church and that stopped right now well maybe that'll come back or maybe God's got something else maybe God's imagining something maybe God's providing something because I always believe if we keep busy do what we can when we can God will bless that be faithful in that but in the meantime while we are doing something God is getting us ready for what he's already got ready for us to do and the things in 2021 we haven't yet imagined God's getting us ready for them. God's preparing the way. God's opening doors of opportunity. Let's not miss out on that. And please don't be someone who just sits on the sidelines. Get involved right now and loving people and caring about people as many of you are in serving God in any and all sorts of ways. In community, across the world and also on our doorstep, whatever is required. We are joined together in him. He is that master builder. It's incredible. We're not downsizing our dreams. We're believing God for greater and better things. One final scripture. Peter said, put it another way. Jesus is the stone you build. It's in Acts chapter 4. Jesus is the stone you build as rejected, which has become the cornerstone. Salvation is found in no one else. God has given no other name under heaven by, we, by which we must be saved. That's how vital Jesus is to the church. There is no other way to God. There is no other way to forgiveness. There's no other way to freedom. There's no other way to a secure future. There's no other way to receive strength in this life and beyond that. Strength whatever the challenge. Strength whatever the difficulty. Strength whatever the circumstances. Strength whatever the unsurmountable odds. God is with us because he is the architect and the builder of our faith, of our church, and of our lives. And all we need to do is cooperate with him and make him the cornerstone in our lives. How about making that commitment this morning? We've already been encouraged by Bryony so well and by Dan. Let's give Jesus everything in 2021. Why would you want to do anything else? Because that's the best life that we could possibly have. Giving our all to God, and he can do far more with it than we could ever imagine or think, and certainly more than I could do in my own strength. Jesus is the cornerstone. The stone, the builder's rejected, but not me and not you. We haven't rejected him. We've accepted him, and he doesn't reject you either. Come as you are, Asking for forgiveness, 
and getting a brand new start. If you found this podcast inspiring and helpful, then we'd love for you to get in touch via at lifelanks on social media or our website, lifelanks.org. Life Church, impacting our neighbours, our nation and the nations with the good news about Jesus.